and welcome to the Aspire Hire podcast, your host, Dave Glazer. We provide personal trainers with simple solutions to build a business, master online training, and eventually open their own studio. Our goal is to share business systems, marketing tools, customer service strategies to help you build a business quickly so that it can be sustained long term. Thank you very much for coming back to the Aspire Hire podcast. My name is Dave Glazer. I am so pumped to introduce my guest, Mr. Tyson Gaylord. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful, Dave. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a blast uh, when we had it reversed. Oh, I, it was my pleasure to be on the Social Chameleon Show. Uh, before we get started, I, I want to introduce you to the, the audience. Uh, you're a transformational shaper, which mm -hmm. I know is a uh, self-proclaimed title, but we're going to get into that here in a second. Yeah. Um, you've been in digital marketing for over seven years, mm -hmm. and I know that that's a hot topic in the industry for personal trainers and, and wellness professionals right now. Yeah. And then we did touch on it. You are the host of the Social Chameleon Show. So how did you get into digital marketing seven years ago, and really ultimately why? Well, um, <clears throat> it, well my, I guess, let's see, my son was maybe about six months old or so, and my, uh, my wife, she had taken a semester off from nursing school, and it was getting about time for her to go back to nursing school, and I had worked full-time. Full I was... I guess like the CEO kind of the small company um, and we, we were just going and I was like, I, I mean, my life was so consumed by that. And we were like, do we get a babysitter or, you know, what are we going to do family or friends or what? I was like, you know what? You know, I, I think I'm just going to quit and I'm going to stay home with him. And I think that's more important and precious than uh, working. So that's what I did. And as he started getting a little older and she was getting ready to graduate, I was like, okay, now, what am I going to do? Um, and I had wanted to, I've been, I've been trying to do a lot of things myself for many, many years and nothing really kind of stuck. And I don't know what it was, a, some seminar or something, a class or whatever thing I kind of, you know, um, got, I got introduced to, you know, kind of digital marketing and the internet and kind of these things were being taken out of these big corporations and, and things. And the little guy could learn and, and help the, you know, the small guys with their marketing. I was like, well, that sounds like something I could hang out, stay at home and do and learn and, and do that. And, and honestly, you know, I got, I kind of got sold like, Oh, there's a lot of money in this. And I was like, Oh, that sounds fun. And I can stay home. And that sounds fun. And, um, with many things I've learned that if you're chasing after the money, uh, it's just not really going to last. But what I found was, I guess what I was ultimately looking for was helping people. And I, and I found that through, trying to, I guess, help them with their marketing, what they really, really needed was help being a better uh, business and understanding what they were kind of doing and selling. And I kind of fell in love with that aspect of it, with helping them realize, you know, what they were selling and what they're doing and what they were trying to offer people. And, and I think that's ultimately what I want to, you know, falling in love with and really liking was that aspect of more of the, the helping than the actual tactics and strategies that I had learned and we we're trying to implement. I don't know if that well, that makes sense. <laughs> no, it makes perfect sense. So, so let's say that, uh, let's talk about who comes to you now. Uh, maybe they're like a solo entrepreneur or they're a beginning business and they're just kind of like stair-stepping their way to their initial goals. Mm -hmm. And then you come in and you identify what they're clearly all about as a business. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. and you help m make their targeting and their marketing specific to that unique selling proposition. Am I summing up? Am I summing that up pretty clearly? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Good. And who specifically seeks you out? Uh, generally it's small businesses. Um, whether here it's around town or something along those lines, uh, either they're just getting started or they're kind of struggling to get their footing or they're very just confused. Uh, there's a, a few people I've had, they've been burned by many, many of um, these little, uh, you know, one and done kind of things. These little small people that kind of like how I started off with like, there's a lot of money in it, get in there and start managing these people's social media. You can make, you know, 10 grand a month and um, they get burned by a lot of those type of people. And that's the kind of, um, I, I feel like, when we have our first initial conversations, um, either when I get you or I lose you is I'm honest about things and I kind of tell it how it is. And I think that a lot of people I've, I've um, worked with, they, they come back to me and say, you know, it's such a breath of fresh air to hear you be honest and tell me like it is. And it's not about the money you're trying to get from me. It's about making my business grow and become successful. Awesome, man. And so you, you were a stay-at-home dad while you, your wife was going to nursing school. Mm. Uh, props to you. I mean, that's the hardest job in the world. Oh, it, it was, but it was, it's just so, so much fun. I would never take anything back from that. It was so much fun. And then you were looking for some income and some area of passion that you were, um, that you were able to help other people. And... And it gave you the flexibility and the, the quality of life that you were looking for at the time. And I believe that to be like one of, a, one of the most admirable core values. Mm -hmm. Are you looking for similar values when you're talking to business owners? And then do you place those core values in their marketing strategy? Definitely. And that's one of the things I say right up front. I said, if I tell, I tell people that um, when we first communicate, I said, if you're looking for a cash grab or you're looking for a get rich kind of thing, then um, we can stop now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not into that. Um, I know from personal experience and others that that's just not going to last. We're going to put a lot of effort and money and, and things into this stuff. And as soon as things get hard, you're just going to walk away because you're just in it for the cash. And when the cash dries up, you're just going to run. And I don't want my necessarily tied to that. I don't want to spend my time um, in those types of things. I completely understand that. Absolutely. And if, if somebody doesn't have their core values in place, is that an area of your expertise that you can kind of interview them a little bit and say, um, what I'm hearing from you is maybe these are your top four most important things in your business. Mm -hmm. And then you guys run from there. Definitely. That's is, um, that is definitely one of the very first things when we do kind of come to an agreement here that we're going to work together as a very, very first thing I sit down with them and I, I go through with them. Why are you doing this? What is your motivations? All these types of things along those lines. So not only, I mean, <clears throat> I hate to, I, I hate to, you know, get, you know, everybody's like, I'll oh, craft your story and get this thing. And that's all, that's all great. But a lot of times it's bullshit. I'm sorry if, if the language is not appropriate <laughs> in your podcast, but we're real, man. We're real here. Yeah. And, and that's the thing we, we, um, I see so many times where these, these, these wordsmiths, these coppers, they come up with this beautiful thing and the owner's like, yeah, this is, this is what we're about. I don't understand a damn thing. It's a bunch of pretty words. And, but you know, you can't get behind that. They can't articulate it. Um, and I, I want, I think if we come from a more genuine place and that the person can understand why they got into business, why they're still in business, 
we can, if I can get that out of them and get them, you know, clear about it, these other things start to take care of themselves because you start to find your customers, you start to find your market, you start to find these people because you're speaking their language. You know, you're, 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 you're where they're at. You're, you're in their space. And, and instead of trying to craft this narrative about finding these people, you're genuinely excited about, you know, like you, you're, you're excited about this MMA, you're excited about these weightlifters. So who are you going to find? You're going to find the people that you're already hanging out with. You're already excited to be around, you know, versus trying to be something you're not because it's the trend or the cool thing or, or whatever, something along those lines. But yeah, definitely. Um, I've got some much questions and things we go through and, and they're hard. And a lot of times, um, there's sometimes people just drop out right then and there. They're like, these are two hard questions. I don't want to answer them. I can't think of it. Like, and sometimes they have a short sighted vision of what is this going to do for me? Why, why, why should I answer these questions? And it's like, if you tackle these now and you understand why and what you're doing, the how is going to come. Like the, the money's going to come later. Like when you'll figure all this stuff out and it'll be so much less painful six months from now. Totally agree with that. Uh, do you, do you have to send them packing with a copy of Simon Sinek's book? Start with why? <laughs> you know, I really, I really, really should. I really, really should. <laughs> That's a good idea. I think I'm about to go order a case of those and just be like, here you go. Like, let me, let me send this out. But I tried to explain that concept. Um, a few times I've done a, a, I did this one talk a few months ago at this uh, new company to their, employees and I was going through this concept and it was funny how much people wanted to argue with me how that just was bullshit. <laughs> and it's like, and I look and I say, well, you're not doing too well in your business. So maybe we should rethink this approach. But people very are very, very res resistant to that concept. Yeah. I, I believe that that comes from a scarcity versus an abundant mindset. And Absolutely. my, let's, let's be honest here. My word of the year is collaboration and mm -hmm. my goal is to collaborate with as many business owners uh, such as yourself or mm -hmm. as many, you're in Phoenix, but yeah. uh, as many business owners as I possibly can here in Denver as well so mm -hmm. that we can collaborate and push each other forward. Uh, do you also believe that it comes from scarcity? And then how do you coach yes. them to believe in the abundant mindset? Yeah, absolutely. That is what I discovered. It is from that scarcity mindset. Um, I'm sure we have all heard it a thousand times. Maybe we've even said it ourselves. Like, I want to keep my best stuff to myself because I'm worried that somebody else is going to take my clients and somebody else is going to take my, my ideas and some, somebody else is going to take all this stuff from me. And it's like, you know, I tell people, take it all. Take it all from me. Because guess what? You only are regurgitating what I said. I came up with it. I understand it. You don't. You don't get nothing. You know, and, and if you take it, you know, that's great. There's whatever, millions of people. You can have some, I can have some, we all can have good old time. And, and with that too, you free up your mind to um, not spend, so many people spend so much time in, in the vanity metrics and in these, in these places of, oh, this guy's, look at they're doing, they're building medicine, they're all, these guys are doing this and they're, you're not spending any time doing what you need to do. You're not focusing mm -hmm. on your customers and your business because you're so worried about, what everything everybody's taking from you, what they're doing versus saying there is so much out there. There's, there's so many people. There's so much things out there. If you free up your mind to say, no matter what I'm doing, no matter where I'm going, there's a lot of it. There's plenty of things. There's plenty of people. There's plenty of business. Um, you, you know, the shift that happens, like I, I have a customer. It took her a long time. I mean, to, to shift. And, and then when she did not, she started making more money instead of like, so the selfish thing and all these things, 
so wait, now you're giving everything away and, and, you, and, and you're doing all these things for the people and you're making more money now? Like, you know, it's like when you look back, you're like, I never would have thought that. But it's just, it's just amazing how, how things open up and um, these small little, these little things you do for people, these little acts of generosity create tens of thousands of dollars in returns that it's hard to, it's hard to put your finger down. And it's hard to actualize it. It's hard to put it on your balance sheet because, you know, a lot of times it's such a trickle down effect that you can't even trace where it even came from to begin with. Um, yeah, it's, it, once you guys switch over to that mindset, um, keep listening to Dave, he's, he's, he's on it. Uh, it. It is just this world of opportunity that just opens up to you. It's just un unbelievable. I completely agree. I, I, re I remember my, my mindset shift and it wouldn't have come had I not picked up a title or two uh, along the way of yes, Simon Sinek. Um, I think the big leap was a big changer for me. Yeah. Um, love that book. And then you said something specifically in there, just give it away, take it, go ahead and take it. Mm -hmm. uh, a great book out there. Give, uh, give and take by Adam Scott, mm -hmm. um, research based, uh, about who are givers, who are takers, and then who are the moderators in the middle. Yeah. Basically like a connector. Mm -hmm. and they can kind of shift one way or the other. They shift to givers, they shift to takers, but they're actually like the most successful type of person because they know that they're not being taken advantage of in every situation, but they also aren't giving everything away for free and they're also not taking everything too. Right. And what I need to remind, that being said, what I need to remind myself about scarcity and abundance is that if I give this away, mm -hmm. A, B, and C, and it impacts other personal trainers, businesses, or other personal trainers, clients, mm -hmm. then that footprint or that thumbprint from my knowledge is actually moving forward, like in a societal way. Yes. Does that make sense? No, it does. It does. Um, I think that's kind of some things that we seem to be missing is that, that community, that village, like bringing each other along and pushing each other along. I mean, I, I don't know when, you know, we stopped doing that, but you would never sit there and go, you know, I have a tractor, but this guy doesn't want to pay me for it. So we're not going to have corn in our village. Like you would have been like, listen, man, we'll figure this out later. Let's get this stuff going. Yeah. The barter, the barter system went oh. away. And then a lot of people began to think, well, mine, 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 me, me, me. And yes, it's human nature to, um, to think that way in a, yeah. in a human biological sense, but that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother conversation. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and why I bring up that societal shift is, you were a stay-at-home dad, a digital marketer, and then you created this great show called The, the Social Chameleon. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell me about how you got into podcasting and really why the topic is the way that it is. Yeah, you know, um, it, it, it comes from the, the marketing company. What I wound up doing more than anything was just being like a coach. I, sometimes I felt like I was a therapist. So I... I started thinking, you know, it's less about the strategies and the tactics and more about the mindset, understanding why you're doing these things, understanding this abundance and all these different things we, we you know, we talk, not always we talk about here, but um, we kind of talk about a lot and you see it with all the successful people and that seemed to be the component and things that were missing. So I was like, let me shift this more to kind of coaching and then I started doing that. And then I was like, I didn't feel like I was reaching enough people. Like I just couldn't talk to enough people. So then I was like, 
I'm very, very reluctant to, to start a podcast. I was like, I really just don't want to be another one of these podcast guys. And, and, but I was like, I've got to, I've got to start to push this message out there because I'm just not reaching enough people right now. And if I can reach another 10 or 20 people a week, that's 10 or 20 people more than I could possibly do on my own one-on-one. -on -one. And that's kind of why I started it. And it has been hard and time consuming and the most fun I've ever had. It's just been absolutely amazing. Um, sharing these things that are stuck in my head, and, you know, or it's one-on-one -on -one conversations to meet amazing people like you and some other people now. It, it's been fun. I don't know why <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. It's like, like it's opening a restaurant. Don't do it. <laughs> right. Opening a restaurant, opening a gym studio. Uh, first of all, don't do it on your own. Yeah. And <laughs> either one of those situations, yeah. you'll wear too many hats. And then, and then as business owners and as operators too, cause like we're solo entrepreneurs and we're doing a lot of the day-to-day -day operation plus the marketing plus the, uh, CFO, COO, CEO, we're wearing so many hats in yeah. our day-to-day -day business that adding on another project like a podcast is challenging. Yes. And then your podcast in particular has weekly challenges along with a guest or with your musings that come from your mind. So right. how did the challenge bit get started? That, that was part of um, all my studies in in, in the coaching and consulting, getting people to do things. Um, it's like, it's like you ever go to like a seminar or these things and, and, and it's like, you're, you're in there and like, yeah, this is great. This is so much fun. Come Tuesday. You're like, yeah, that was fun, but I got to get back to reality, you know? And what's happening is we're not, we're not taking any action. We're not putting anything forward. We're not taking those steps to put into practice what we learn. We read all these books and, and it's like, Oh, it's a great book. Would you, would you practice, put it into practice? Uh, it's on my shelf and it looks kind of cool, but we're not doing anything. And I was like, you know what? I want, if I'm going to put this stuff out there, I, I wanted to try and bring these things together, you know, with, with the challenges and all these things. Like, so here's what we talked about. Now go put this into practice, challenge yourself, you know, and, and <clears throat> get uncomfortable, you know, with these things, you know, become comfortable being uncomfortable, become, you know, comfortable challenging yourself, growing, taking something from a book or from a podcast or from a, a, a YouTube lecture, a Ted talk and start putting it into practice, you know, um, especially just if we, if we just kind of break this down, it's kind of how I think about it. If we just got 1% better a month, that's a 12% gain in a year. Could you imagine if you were 12% better, you know how many companies strive for 12% growth? That's huge. Now, if you can get good at, 1% a month, imagine if you can get good at 1% a week. That's a 52% gain. Could you imagine the person you would be at the end of a year if you just did one little thing every week? It, it just, and that's like, if I can get people to understand that, if I can get people to challenge themselves with these small little things, at the end of the year, you're not even going to recognize the person you used to be. And you're not even going to know you did it. That's awesome. I... I'm, I'm writing that down. I'm taking notes as, as we Absolutely. talk. Take uh, it all. It's all yours. <laughs> this 1% this better philosophy, I, mm. I keep hearing that 12% number. Mm. And as business owners, we oftentimes don't give, you, give ourselves enough credit. Mm. And that 12% just kind of, 
it correlates with the growth that I've had in my business from, from year two until now working in year six that oddly enough, we've had 12% growth every single year since yeah. year two, where from year one to year two, we had an 84% increase in revenue, but steadily increasing 1% per month mm-hmm. over the past six years. And if we think about the compound effect by Darren Hardy, that is in, in effect, the compound effect working in our businesses on a data, on a weekly basis and a monthly basis. And I was thinking of the challenge in a different way. And I'll talk about it here in a second as marketing, but, but this 1% is realistic. Yes. So realistic in our businesses. If we do five grand in our personal training businesses in July and 5,050 in August, and then, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're just using easy math here, but I would take that. Yeah. I would take, I would take the $50 increase (laughs) compounded over time as opposed to the swings and the roller coaster that we experience uh, year after year after year. And and see what I, what I want to hope from that is you get used to this little 1% growth. Um, Most people are going to be like, well, can I do five? Can I do 10? Why not a hundred? And you'll start to get used to these bigger chunks. We, we as humans, would, we think we can accomplish so little, but we really, we have the capacity for endless things. We are, you know, we're only capped by what we believe in our imagination. And when you start to get, you know, every week, I do a little thing. Every month, I just get this 1%, and you start to build that confidence. And at the end of the year, when you guys are sitting around and saying, okay, what's next year's goal? Well, we're going to do 10%. No, we're not. We're going to do 100 and, and instead of everybody, well, last year we did eight. I mean, 10 is achievable. So is 100. You know, and it's like, listen, every month, 12. Why can't we do 25? You know, and that's the things I want people to kind of gain that confidence. Like, you know, realistically, I'd want everybody to, to have more of the, the larger things. But I wanted, um, <clears throat> you know, when you set these, when you set these easy expectations for yourself, you kind of get this momentum. You start to build this like snowball effect. And that's what I kind of I, I kind of want. The 1% is easy to hear and it's easy to say and it's, it doesn't feel overwhelming and it doesn't feel like this big thing like, I'm going to make New Year's resolutions. There's 87 of them. Let's go. And you're just not going to do it. But if you're like, if I'm just going to tackle one this week and I'm going to tackle one this month, it, it feels so much more achievable. It feels so much more manageable. Um, and until you can build that muscle memory and, and the thing saying, no, I, I can do 10 a week. I can do 10 a month. And that's what I really want people to eventually get to. Well said, man. Well said. I, re- I recall five and a half years ago when I started my business, I had smart goals, specific, measurable, um, attainable, realistic, and timely too. Yeah. Well, a goal without a plan is just a wish. Mm-hmm. I learned that along the way. Yep. And, and this easy, achievable goals, we, we get this snowball and the momentum moving much faster and yeah. much quicker and much easier too. So I love that perspective. I think I'm going to take that away as one of my, my highlights today. Um, and a lot of personal trainers come to me and they say, Dave, I've got one client. Mm-hmm. How, how do I build this business? And if I can put it in perspective and say, well, if you add another one client, that's a hundred percent growth this month. Mm-hmm. And then if you add two more next month, cause you're basically just duplicating the same process over and over again. Now you've, growing your business a hundred percent, two months in a row. Yeah. 
but shoot, that's 400% increase compounded over time. Mm -hmm. So I want to, uh, I love that perspective. It's so simple and it's so yes. easy for me to grasp and take home. Yes. Um, thank you very much. You're welcome. And stepping back just a little bit to the sure. challenge, this sure. weekly challenge. Yeah. yeah. Um, I gave you a challenge that I've had um, kind of worked and reworked and mm -hmm. reorganized probably for three years now. Yeah. And this is what we like to call our lead magnet. Mm -hmm. It's a, either a zero dollar, no cost whatsoever to the right. member, or maybe it's a low barrier offer like seven bucks, 17 bucks yeah. that we offer to our ideal client. And then they opt in, they get a little taste of what we're doing and then they pay full price. Right. Now, if somebody comes to you and they have this marketing strategy, mm -hmm. where would you guide them? What would you, what would you tell them to do next? All right, you got this great product in a good system. Now, how do we deliver it to more people? Uh, that's, that's a really good question. And the honest answer is it, it depends. There's, I, um, may, probably a lot of people will tell you, Oh, let's do this, this and that, but you know, that's bullshit. Uh, it depends. It depends on your goals. Depends on what you want to do. Depends on your budget. Depends on which money you want to spend. Um, and it depends on a lot of things. I, um, I think the one thing you want to do is just keep focusing on your your core audience. Like, uh, there's this great, great essay by a man named um, Kevin Kelly. It's called 1,000 True Fans. So you guys should go read it. Go to kk.org and look up for 1,000 True Fans. And basically what it says is, is you want to make things that your 1,000, 100, whatever number works for you in your business. You want to make things these people absolutely love. You want to create raving fans. You want to create these, everything you put out, Dave, these people are at, at credit cards already. Dave's got something to come out Tuesday. My credit card is here and I don't know what it is, but I'm buying it because everything Dave puts out is gold and it helps me and it pushes me to another level in life. Those are the people you want because I can show you how we can go run a Facebook ad right now and get 45 million people to opt in. 45 million people don't give a shit about what you did. That's nothing. If you can get a hundred, imagine Dave, if, if you're a personal trainer guy, he's like, you know, he's like, I, I, if I can make 65 grand a year, Dave, man, I'm going to have the best life I could ever dream of. All right. How many clients do you need to make 65 grand a year? I need 65 clients. Sounds good. What are you going to do today to one client? And if every day you just focus on what do I need to do to get one client to, to get to 65, you know, that's what you should be doing. That that's what you should you because you're gonna go out there and you're gonna think differently. You're gonna be where are these people at? Where is 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 Bob struggling? Where is Bob hanging out? How can I go help Bob? When you find Bob, you're gonna find you're gonna find him and you're gonna know how to get to him and you're gonna get to his friends and everybody's hanging out there. And you're gonna get to 65 real quick. But we can come up with this Instagram thing or this other strategy and this, and we're gonna have all these people that sort of like what you're doing and kind of like your things, and you're gonna feel good about my email list has got 154 you know people on a thousand people on it, and but 2.2 percent are buying. I mean, versus I got I got 153 people on my email list and 155 people buy because they share it with their friends, and not only did they all buy, two of their friends bought too. That's the kind of things I want you guys to think about. That's the stuff I want you guys to be focusing on. Not these tactics and these things are hot this week and not next week. Like that's, that stuff that's going to come and go. But if you know every day I'm focusing on doing the things I can do to get one client to hit to my 65 and I can make my 65K a year, 
that's that's the things you're gonna have these raving fans are gonna be your best marketing strategy when these people say when like um some of your posts I seen the other day that lady i think it was she lost all that weight or it was the guy whatever that's your that's your biggest that's your biggest marketing strategy right there that guy's gonna tell all his friends and there's no amount of money you're gonna spend that's gonna have that impact that's the kind of stuff we need to be focusing on not this other crap i hope that answers your question <laughs> yeah it absolutely did and um my my biggest business principle for five and a half six years now has been the kiss principle mm -hmm. keep it simple stupid yeah and that's the simplest form of well marketing and it's the simplest form of business strategy in order to grow that yeah. i've seen proven time and time again uh create raving fans so mm -hmm. that they create more raving fans along the way exactly Every single time I get distracted by a bright, shiny object, I have to be reminded by somebody like yourself or be reminded by the team members that work with me here. Yeah. And they're like, Dave, you're getting distracted. You only need it's two easy. podcasts, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and simplicity is key in every single thing that we do. Yeah. Well, shoot, my, my seven-day challenge didn't work three years ago. Okay, well, yeah. I'm not going to scrap the whole thing. I'm just going to make it better. Because it worked this much and then I'm gonna duplicate it and I'm gonna make it work that much more because this was my My hundred or my one percent better each and every week kind of idea that I didn't even have words to put it around And yeah. that's that is that the type of day-to-day -day thing that you're doing for your clients is putting things into perspective and, and managing expectations plus mm. giving them strategy and a game plan Exactly. That, like I was saying, I spend more of my time as a parent. You know, that's what I feel like. I, um, I feel like I got a bunch of children and, and not in a, I, I, I really hope that's not a degrading or thing. That's just why I feel. I feel like, you know, that proud papa, you know, it's, oh, look at Sally. Just, man, it's just touching my heart. You got that award at school today. It's like, that's what we did all that homework for. That's what we spent those Saturdays reading about. Like, that's the kind of things that, that's what I feel like. That's, um, that's how I feel. I, I feel like I'm just, I'm, I'm a proud parent and I'm out there and I'm just, I'm just showing you, I'm just showing you the roads, you know, my road ain't the best, you know, uh, and I hope we, we, you know, you and I come together and you have your path, you know, I have my path and we find a new path down the middle. That's, I think where the, where the, the gold is. That's where the sweet spots are. You're going to get out of your way. I'm going to get out of my way and we're going to find, we're going to find that path, you know, um, Here's a good, I got a good example for you. So I have a, a client and she, you know, she set a goal to make five grand a month. And, and I, my first thought was that's not enough. Her th thought was, I can't even fathom that. She said, I have no idea how I'm going to do that. So I said, okay, we, let's think about this. I said, so what does that break down to a week? So we broke it down to how much it was a week. What does that break down to a day? We broke down to the day. And then <clears throat> I said, okay, how many people would you need to get each day to make that daily goal? And it was like, I think it was like four or five. I said, can you just focus on getting four or five people today to, 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 to sign up for your product? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's easy. I could do that. I said, if you did that every day, you'd be at five grand. She's like, what? And I was like, yeah, it's so easy. I said, you're, you're so focused on this big picture, this big number. You've never made that kind of money. So guess what? You don't know how to make that kind of money. When we, you know, I don't know how to make a million dollars a day. I've never done that yet. But if I make a hundred grand a day and I make 200 grand, a day, I keep learning every day how to do that. You know, she can, you know, and, but, but in order to know how to make those big numbers, you've got to be able to break it down to something 
you maybe have done, you know, we all know how to sell maybe two or three of your products or get one or two new clients and those things compound. And that's what I spend a lot of my time doing is, is, is kind of helping people get out of their own way. We're all in our own way so much. We're so tied up in these vanity metrics. Like, you know, a lot of people spend a lot their time. Um, they're not actually working. They're, they're just being busy. We're, we're looking at how many likes we're getting, how many shares we're getting. Um, how many people are signing up for my newsletter? How many people have opted into this and that versus just focusing on what we're doing, getting out of our own way. Um, there's a good, a good quote goes something like, you know, along the lines of um, we, you know, we love ourselves more than anything, but we care more about other people's opinions of us than our own, you know, and that's the kind of things I'm, I deal with every day. Never mind what these other people are saying and thinking. Let's worry about what you're doing. Let's worry about what, makes you tick what gets you up in the morning these are the people they don't care they're worried about themselves stop worrying about what they think of you let's start worrying about you let's provide that value let's go out there and make somebody's life difference and save a life whatever it is you're up to that's what i spend a lot of my time doing my gosh i totally understand where you're coming from because as a facilitator for a personal growth basically yeah. we just do it through fitness and nutrition here in the gym that's what we're doing. We're facilitating personal growth. And as you were talking about simply just getting four or five people to purchase a product or uh, to come see you for a consultation per day will help move mountains. Yeah. But as you're saying that, I'm thinking of this mindset and this mentality of like, I'm earning $100,000 today mm -hmm. and I'm earning $100,000 tomorrow. Not in just one day, yeah. but every action step that I take yesterday, today, and tomorrow is reaching that you used a $5,000 a month goal. Mm -hmm. And if it's a hundred thousand, shoot, that's only $10,000. Yeah. The number is arbitrary. Yep. The action steps you're talking about all lead up to that end goal of ours is big. Ours is huge. Yeah. It's 1.2 million in revenue per year. Yeah. And we have online products that can actually do it because that's the scalable portion of our business. Yeah. And before we jump off, I want to ask you uh, if, if people want to get a hold of you and learn more, what's the best way to contact you? Um, if you're interested in the marketing aspect, uh, it's Max Ramos Marketing. Uh, we're uh, everywhere at maxramosmarketing.com. Uh, if you're interested in, um, I guess, my thoughts on things, uh, you can check out the Social Chameleon Show, uh, the Social Chameleon Dot Show, social, social Chameleon Show on all the social platforms. Uh, if you're interested in things I'm personally into, um, I think most things are at Diddy Woods or at my name, Tyson Gaylord. One of those two combinations uh, should take you to somewhere. Correct. Yeah. You and I connected on LinkedIn. Yeah. And a LinkedIn is a great source for finding like-minded people. Mm -hmm. You're going to find out really quick if this person on the other end of that message thread is unauthentic and not interested yeah. in what you have to say really quick. Yeah. And I'd like to say something on that. Um, be respectful. You have this unprecedented access to the most powerful and influential people. Don't abuse it. I DM very, very wealthy and famous people in whatever fashion that is. But when I, I'm taking that opportunity to, to, to circumvent the secretaries and all these people that we used to have to get through, it's a very, very specific thing that I can't figure out and I've tried and I'm hoping you can give me a moment of your time so many people waste a lot of people's time with frivolous crap and you'll just be blocked. 
you've just wasted an opportunity at a, a level of, of access we've never had before. Got it. I'd like, take it. Take that with a grain of salt. Um, if you can easily Google things, don't, don't message somebody. Please don't. You know, Google it. And, and when you get to a real hard problem, that's when you contact them. You'd be surprised at the level these people will help you. Man, that's good. For, that's good food for thought. Um, I, I have interacted with a lot of quality people on LinkedIn, a lot of personal trainers that, um, that I've reached out and connected with simply just to start a conversation about where they're at in their business right now. Mm -hmm. And I want to further continue that conversation. So that's a big help for me. Um, yeah. Be respectful, be kind. And let's circle back around to sure. uh, that quote that you said. And it was, um, the person that we love the most is ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, but we spend so much time caring about what other people think. Mm -hmm. And how do we apply that? both personally and professionally in 60 seconds or less. What's your best advice? <laughs> you, you just got to not care. They're not looking at you. They don't care what you're doing because they're concerned with themselves. So don't be concerned with them. Just focus on what you want to do and doing the right things to move yourself forward and your business forward. And, and that's really it. I mean, it, just just focus on what you're up to and don't worry about them because they really honestly aren't worried about you. That's right. Comparison is the thief of joy, as Teddy mm -hmm. Roosevelt would say. Yes. And it's a reminder, a daily reminder for me. Um, I don't spend too much time on social media. Mm -hmm. I spend time posting there. Yeah. And I think that that's a good quality balance for me as a business owner. Um, to stay true to the core values that we have here in the business and and then reaching out and finding genuine connections like yourself. So I want to say thank you very much for your time today, Tyson. Oh, thank you, Dave. My pleasure. And what do you say in about six to 12 months, we jump back on um, either podcast, the social chameleon show or aspire higher here. And, and we see where we're at. Let's, yeah. let's find out how this collaboration has helped us push each other forward. I, I would absolutely love that, Dave. Um, you've been one of those great connections that I've made um, and keep, keep moving forward. Keep, keep doing this. You're doing a great thing. I would love, I love, love to have you on the show and I'd love to be back on here anytime you have, want to have me. Uh, thanks. I appreciate you saying that guys. And, and if you're listening and, and Tyson's message resonates with you in how simple it is and how effective it can be to get back to the grassroots marketing that you're looking for to build your business, uh, please reach out to him now because he's got a lot more to say and it's, and you know what? I hear he's giving it all away. So call him, get some stuff. Bring it in, yeah. <laughs> uh, get some stuff that's going to help you improve your life and your business. Uh, connect with him on his podcast. Um, I love listening to it, and those daily or weekly challenges are going to help me move forward. So thank you so much for tuning into the Aspire Hire podcast. And, and if the message here that we're trying to get across to help you build a business uh, resonates, please share it with family, friends, coworkers, your personal training peers to help everybody grow this year and reach their goals. Talk to you next week.